This is a little piece that I put together myself using an app called GroovePad. I'm very proud of my little mix here, and I hope you like it. Hope you liked it. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. This segment here is called The Connection. The Connection is where Brandy J brings her heart and her gut to her listeners. I show sides of me that show my struggles, my challenges, and what I've been through and share them with the world and open up my heart and the table to my guests, my listeners, to the world. That's what this season for me is about. So, please welcome... First time being aired, The Connection, Brandy J's A Voice to Be Reckoned With, Season 3. Let's listen. Hey everybody, thank you for joining me today here in the episode of The Connection. Everybody's doing okay. For some people, this New Year's hasn't been all what you know we thought it would be, or planned it to be, or whatever it may be. It just wasn't what <laughs> we thought it would be, you know. And for most, we start off with positive energy and message and thoughts and very hyped up and just ready to take it on but then you know like life does it just pow boom bang just shows up right hmm I remember hearing someone say not that long ago or reading it that when things seem to start falling apart that's when Usually something awesome, something great, something grand is coming your way. <laughs> For me, I'm just like, well, what's going on here? Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Everything's, everything's going to be okay. Something great's going to happen. No one thinks that way. And a lot of times, you know, things like that do happen. I understood exactly what that person meant. One thing, something not is something's brewing, something's amazing, set up just for you by the by your higher power, by the world. And hard times there comes along, and it's like you just gotta hold on and and, and wait out the storm, you know. And we all know that. We all had storms. 
What are you telling? I know I have. But sometimes it's all about how you look at things. For me, my storm is a lonely storm. <laughs> you know? But it's a storm that I refuse to stay in. I refuse to let it hold me down and keep me inside. If you know what I mean? Like when it's storming, raining, you have a tendency, you know, the normal thing to do is to stay inside. I don't want to stay inside too long, you know? What if the storm lasts a little bit longer than usual? Do I wait it out? Hmm. Do you? Do you wait it out? Just know that things will pass. And whatever you're going through right now, this too shall pass. Just hold on. And if it seems like it gets too much to be too much, ask somebody, can you borrow their umbrella? Or can you stand under these stairs with them? It's more comforting. And you can support one another and hold each other up during the storm so you don't wash away. It's okay to reach out and ask someone for help. Sometimes all people need is just someone to be there or to know that they have the support. You know, some people think they have all the answers and that's just not the reality. And that, be, that can become frustrating and just overwhelming and just too much. Sometimes people just need you to be there. Sometimes people don't know how. A lot of people think they have to fix you or give you an answer when you're talking or expressing your pains or whatever it may be. That right there is just not the case. You can't, you don't know. You know what I mean? But you don't have to try to fix things or give people answers all the time. Sometimes that person actually is not looking for answers, not not even not from you. Just support an ear. listens or just picks up that phone and, you know just let me know that they are there supportive and that's what that uh, that is it's about having empathy and caring for one another and being supportive and showing that to another human being because that's what human beings 
do for one another. Someone. No matter what your thoughts are on how and who created you, how you got here. I know for me, I was designed in God's image. I was created in His image. He gave me life and loved and cared enough for me to show me love and kindness and to wake me up every day. Someone showed you that same kindness and you can't pay it forward. To me, this is how I feel about it. I love God. His love is unconditional and He loves me. Now, everybody has their different thoughts and views on who God is or if there even is one. That's your, yours to have, your thoughts, and your, how you view it. And, and there's no judgment being passed, ever. But I feel as if when people say they love God, then why don't they act like it? When I say that, say it as in why do people like to hurt each other verbally mentally why do people put others down why do people think that they're better than other people and treat other people as if they are some kind of plague and they don't want anything to do with them. You tell your kids that they're better than them and to stay away from those kinds of people. But yet, you say you love God. God doesn't do that. He loves. I believe that when someone truly, truly loves God, you can see it in them. You see a light, you see a a shine, you see happiness, you see joy. But yet, this is my thought. I mean, you can still see a human being, but mad, happy, sad, glad, not sad, (laughs) vice versa, whatever it may be. But, you know, let me me, uh, go ahead and give you guys a an example of my thoughts and why they are the way they are and so I think there was once once upon a time (laughs) I uh, went to a church and uh, you know these uh, I went to a church a Christian church and I went you know quite a bit you know me to this church but what I noticed about this church, it's just something was missing. It just seemed uh, not too friendly. When I say friendly, I mean there was no, uh, there was a dry and a coldness, cold to it. And, you know, some of the people, like when you go to uh, uh, events or something, I remember there was an, uh, a certain week that they had a, a Bible study. And, you know, I was invited to go, and I would go. But I remember after, you know, it was very nice, you know, the, how they set it up and the lessons and stuff like that. It was very nice. But I noticed, you know, and afterwards we would always have, like, a meal, you know, at the, at the end of it. There would be certain people that every single time just seemed very cold and just very... Just look at, you know, not a friendly, especially when you know this person is new into your church, into your, your church home, you know, and you don't welcome them ever or make them feel a part of, you know, and you even have a look of 
Lecture of BITCA. There's no no conversation or anything. But yet, you love the Lord and you hollering about you loving Him every time you hear a great sermon. Lose yourself, and then right afterwards, coldness in the face and the posture. I didn't, I didn't receive that too well, but I saw what I saw. I saw it for what it was, and I said, "Well, that, <laughs> you know, is a pretty um, obvious. This is just a to me." A cycle, a repetitive, a thing you do during the week. You come here. But what do you bring here with you? Do you bring your gut and your soul and your your faults and drop them off and give to give them to them, or do you leave that at home and put on a face and and go the wrong face and then just go do your routine? You can say you serve, you're serving him all, all you want, a lot of people do, but the truth is always going to come out through how you do, what you do, how you carry yourself, how you treat others, treating others people, telltale sign, I believe, that shows characteristics, shows flaws, that shows how a person really, truly is, I'm telling you, if you sit back, open your eyes, and find out and start to be okay with being with yourself by yourself at times some people don't know how to be by themselves they gotta be around people and, and they, they end up find, you know, finding themselves around the wrong people because you just gotta be around people because you don't know how to be alone you don't know how to be with self because self probably don't like self I'm Brandy J, a voice to be reckoned with. And if you didn't know already, Anchor is definitely the place that you want to go to record a podcast. No minimum listenership. It's free, guys. I mean, they give you these creation tools that are so easy to use to put together an amazing show like mine, a voice to be reckoned with. And I'm on season three. Okay? You can distribute your podcast to places like Google Cast, Spotify, so much more. And did I already say minimum listenership? I mean, you can record and people can find you in your audio library and listen to you whenever they want, wherever they want. You can record on your phone, in your car, in your bathroom, in your room. It doesn't matter. Your voice can be heard. Your voice can be a voice to be reckoned with. Also, so please go now. Go to Google Play or Anchor.fm. Please, don't miss out. Go now. Join Anchor. Get to know yourself first. And then you might pick up on this here, how people really are, and that they don't have your best interests at heart, or some people, we, it's, the, the world's so screwed up, it's became kind of the norm, you know what I mean, when people are just assholes to one another, and it's accepted, you know, or just mean and rude, I never took kindly to those things when I see how people talk down about other people, or, you know what I mean, it's that, that thing they do, you know, and someone, they see them or they come into the room and they be like, mm, you know, and, and or always got a negative comment to say about someone to tear them down and they say it to others, you know, 
And nine times out of ten, that person ain't did nothing to you. The great person, you just don't like great because you probably insecure with yourself. So you don't want them. You see something in them that you don't want nobody else to see, and you probably want for yourself. So you go ahead and try to put thoughts in other people's heads about another person so they don't see the light and the, the shine that you see, or they see it, but you don't want them to see it. Because whatever trauma, childhood trauma that you had or you didn't get growing up, you know, or probably you were made, you felt a certain way or, you know, it just wasn't good for you. So therefore, you know, you, you just have a tendency to be a hater or jealous towards other people because of your insecurities. And at that point you're far far gone and you need to go ahead and drop to your knees and figure you out you know before you pass that you know what I mean that ignorance on to the next generation I think that you know that plays a big part in our, our youth today and how they treat each other and other people I mean sit back and really pay attention you want to know, get to know a person, or you want to know if a person is genuine, truly about being who they say they are, watch how they treat other people. If you're a nasty individual to other people, you talk horrible about people, you call them names, you trash children, you trash shit, anybody that's just, anybody, good, you got a heartbeat, a pulse, damn it. You know, you can get it too. Then that's not okay. Because like I said once again, someone, that the good grace is God gave you life and unconditional love. And for you to tear down his creations, his children, is not showing him that you love him. God said to love one another love that neighbor you don't have to always like somebody or be happy with whatever you know what I mean situation may be but you are bringing upon yourself a very terrible situation when you allow yourself to be filled by the devil's hate when you think it's okay just because you pissed off at the world or wherever it may be and you take that out on a whole nother person when you defame someone's name talk horrible try to do things to make their life difficult that's the devil's juice baby and all that does is come back on you and your friends and family. That's what some people don't understand. Is that you can bring them upon such horrible karma, karma and just horrible, you know what I mean? A horrible cloud into your, not your life, into your family, into your children's lives. Just by how you are into this world, what you put out into this world. You can smile all you want to, to the right people, or to your little groups that you, you know what I mean, that are on your level, that you, you know what I mean, think you're so great, and somehow makes you feel like you are a good person, because you're not horrible to them, right? <laughs> so therefore, Show them love and care, but do you really? Until they're no good to you anymore, no use to you, to you. The colors come out. But then you have this, a set of whole other people. You call them names. You might call them niggers. You might call them wetbacks. I'm saying it. You might call them bad bitches and all that stuff. You use those terrible, terrible names towards others. And with that same mouth, tell somebody that you love God. I don't know what God that is. But it's not the one that created the world and that created us. 
We need to stop loosely taking these words and using them and labeling other people as individuals or as a whole and tearing people down because it says a lot about you. It says that you're an awful person. Let's just start there. There's no way in hell that a person could take those words and use them and turn around in the same instance and be said or told that they're great and that they're caring and that they're an amazing person and that they're loving. Bullshit. You're phony, you're fake. Or you're confused. It could be that. But just think about it. What what if someone were calling you the N-word? Because I just did say it over the airway. And I'm saying it because if it can be said and done nothing about in this world. Nothing. You know, nobody wants to talk about what really talk about anything that really that that the things like this make people uncomfortable because they don't deal with it. Or they have to deal with themselves. But that's a word that devastates people. Some people have done taking their lives because someone said they were a fag or said they were a nigger or called them, you know what I mean, their whole race a, a name and, and make them feel as if they shouldn't even be here and they can't be here. What part of the game is that? Who is who made anybody somebody that could sit here and decide what person, what culture, what race is better than where you belong and what you belong behind? Who said it was okay to be the person to decide that you are to be behind a huge wall? I mean, there. I mean, things aren't just as black as white, black and white. You know what I mean? People try to make it. There's, there's boundaries. There's a fine line between what's right and what's wrong, what's okay and what's understood and what's not understood. And and this, and the solutions that we come up with to fix something, and then and to top it off, to just basically tell a whole <laughs> culture that they're not worthy, that they're uneducated, and that they, you know what I mean? Like where's the where's humanity in, in that? Where where? How inhumane is it? We have issues in, in our nation and things like that come about and then this is what the solution is. I mean, there's other ways. I think you can't fix nothing. You can't fix things in, with negative matters, if, you, if that makes sense. And then why would you want to? How can you sit here and say you want these certain things for your for your world or for your you know what I mean your kind, whatever that is, or for people, but then in the same instant, don't even give a crap about a whole other you know what I mean community or, or culture. You know? <sighs> I don't get it. But I know that I don't want to really give my time and, and my, my friendship, you know, to someone that treats other people that way. I mean, because you do it to them, you do it to me. If you have someone that's a gossiper and is always t- saying nothing but negative things about people, then... I should show you right then and there. If you, you gossiping with a uh, person A about yada yada yada, a person B, and then now you with person B, 
gossiping about person A and speak it out. I'm telling you, I've seen it happen before. And then that person goes with it. And now you're with the other person that you was gossiping about. You know what I mean? Very, very poorly about. But now you're with that person. Just all laughing and happy and so gossiping about the other person. To me, I mean, that's hell chill sign right there. You ain't shit. <laughs> you know, and you don't know who you are. And you probably kind of do. But you just don't know what to do about it. So therefore, you just, you know what I mean? I don't know. And sometimes it's a person so far gone into that behavior that it can't even be pulled back out from it. But I'm here to tell you, oh, God is amazing. And anything can be changed or happen and, and hit. The impossible is there. The impossible can be done because I believe. You know what I mean? God can change any situation. He can change it even when it seems like it's at the end. People, when they say they pray, and I mean, I mean, I see people pray for like things, and, and then things you'd be like, well, what? And then you'd be like, but well, what was your prayer at then? And then it'll be something else where you just totally have given up on it, or there's no hope for it. But you've done everything to attack to, to to attack away at this, this this situation or try to make it change or the best but never gave it any prayer or gave it to God in any way, shape, form or manner like you did to anything else that mattered to you in your life. But then you come upon a situation of something that seems to be so it's exhausting and doesn't seem like it's changing and but at that same time you gave no prayer to that situation or asked God what should you do in that situation but why every other situation does that matter to you see what I'm saying message you gotta start praying for one another people <laughs> now once again I, I said not everybody has this and everybody believes in God then that's your business so if it doesn't apply let it fly you know but I'm just saying you gotta start treating one another better stop always feeling negativity negative energy out into the universe once you do that you just set yourself up for it to come back into yours but not just yours it affects people in your life your family. You know what I mean? Think about that. Don't be so selfish. You know what I mean? Because everybody has a family and people that they love and they care for. And if you have that, why would you want to spew that out to other people that have, that are just like you, that have family and that they care about, want to protect and keep safe. And you don't want that, you know, affecting your family. You don't like to see people in your life be hurt. So why would you want to see somebody else be hurt? Because if you don't, then I guess you better figure that one out. But you wouldn't have to if you had a heart that a heart of love. good news is that can change. It's not the end until it's the end, and it's not yet. So start to love you so you can stop hurting and then hurting others, and you can start loving others, because nobody did nothing to you that bad enough for you to just hate their existence. (laughs) Don't drink the devil's juice. Feel your spirit. You know, I am. Um, 
for me, I love. When I say I love everybody, I mean I love everybody. I don't know people. I haven't met everybody in the world. But what I'm saying, when I say that, that I can empathize with anyone and have never met them. I can see someone on the television and they can tell a story or something could have been tragically happened to them and that will affect me. It affects my it affects me as far as it'll affect my my heart and identify with them and feel for them. Taking a little bit of their pain and hurting with them for a moment. Because I too, we all, we take a good look, we are each other. We all bleed the same. We were put here the same. We all experience loss, love, birth, and death. Nothing anybody could do is they change that. And what one thing we know for sure is that we're all going to have and deal with is death. For us to be here, we had life. Can't do anything great, make changes about anything with hate and negativity. Love conquers love. Respect conquers respect. You just can't take the negative and the thing you can fix the world with it. We have to, to, to do it right. We have to get it right because we have young people that are all screwed up in the head, so confused. Times have changed. I was born in '78. Things have changed completely, completely since my my days of growing up, my my youth, my adolescence. I I'm so grateful for what I I learned. You know, I get to identify sometimes and, and understand. You know what I mean? Sometimes when you know the baby boomers are talking to us, we must listen to one another. We have to respect one another, and I can understand. And, and, and get it and pick up on you know what I mean because I too was raised with a mother or a grandmother and stuff that had those values and was able to leave them with us a lot of kids these days won't get that because the generation and the cycle they came from they were raised by you know what I mean their parents were didn't get those values either respect is I know how to I know how to respect other people that, that was respect so such played a, a major role a major part in the way that I was raised but one of the big biggest things I want to say here is about that is I was raised by exam I was raised and it was shown by example what how I who I was around how the examples that were set forth in front of me not just told to me but it was shown to me so if we expect better for our, our children our youth then you gotta check yourself and say how am I living I see so many people grew up I just want to say the F word so bad right now. Like when I curse, it like comes from a place where I'm just like, oh, I'm going to tell you. But I see so many people screw up and I'll be thinking like, how can you make that? How does that make sense to you? They have kids and that they, the kids are, are have this persona of like a, a, a gangster or, or, or a pimp or just, you know what I mean? Or just like think these certain things about themselves are so cute, you know, because who being raised by is telling them and create, you know, kind of like molding them to be this person. There's no way in hell I should be looking at a six-year-old or seven-year-old, you know what I mean? That's got a, a walk and a talk and an attitude and, and verbal communication as if they're a 
grown ass, thugged out teenager. You know, can't set them up like that in the world and think that the reaction they're gonna get is gonna be good. A young man should be a young man, a respectful young man. Walk, talk, and all of that. The words come out of their mouth. Should be respectful of others, to women, to themselves. But respect plays a major part. You know? And kids these days, I don't see it. A lot of them, I don't see it. If I was to say or act a certain way that I see how kids are today, I would have no lips, probably. <laughs> like, and y'all know what I mean. Once that, you know, came from that time. You don't play like that. You don't disrespect adults. You don't go to school. and You better, damn not better. Phone call talking about you done told teachers some shit. You know? Back then, a parent come right up to that school in the classroom and get that butt. spoiled rotten and discipline for them parents and lots of them I don't know what to do but at the same time it's like but you're the enabler you, you know what I mean you don't want discipline because you're too busy trying to be this kid's child what's going to work against you because children can sense you know what I mean but children first of all let's get it correct let's, let's make it clear here they got all these things going on in their minds and their bodies they say I just uh, I can just imagine stuff just going on hormones minds going it's everything they just a, a ball of just like energy they're happy they're mad they're sad they're glad they hate you but they love you you know what I mean so it's like even though they seem resistant and like they they're upset because you know what I mean oh why got this why do that I'm gonna tell you right now your child's gonna love you that you know what I mean because you were their parent and not their friend. They feel safe with you because they know you're going to make the hard, with the right decisions. Even as much as they'll fight it, seem like they just, just can't stand you. A child appreciates a parent that gave them boundaries. Not a parent that lets them do whatever they want to do. It's not like they didn't care. Whatever you want to do. That's not safety. That's not, that doesn't make them feel safe. They got enough friends out here. They need their parents to be a parent. So a lot of parents, it's like they don't want to do anything to, you know, but at the same time, you're setting them up for failure. You're setting yourself up for failure. And it's just not okay. And then you, now you've got a child that disrespects everybody. They don't have boundaries and they can't even see that line that's being crossed. Don't, don't know, people don't even say, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir, anymore. What happened to that? That's for a whole nother part of the show. Today, you guys, think about it. Think about this. pretty sure it's, it has happened at some point or time in your life. What if? You know what? I take that back. Scratch that. It probably hasn't happened. Or for some, it probably has. And if it, and if it has, then this applies. And I hope you are a part, what, a part of it. But think about this. What if for like a whole day, all you heard negative things about yourself somebody people were just on you talking about you just saying horrible things to you all like every human being you've crossed you've passed sometimes saying nothing to somebody is like saying horrible things because you see that this person is being you know treated horribly it was just, let me just put it like this. Let me reword it possibly for you and give you, maybe you can get an image. 
Bora. Ninety percent of the time, and ninety percent of people you come across had the need and want to tear you down. continuous basis and you just couldn't just wrap your head around around it why 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 are people doing this to me and imagine the the hurt the frustration the loneliness, the pain that comes with that and imagine you endured that every day from school to home and wherever else you think you're free from and then here they go <laughs> imagine it and what would you do and that's the question what would you do in that situation? How do you think you would feel? Now you see I said how do you think you would feel? Because I, you kind of already know, right? And what would you do? Um, what would you do as a also, position yourself as if you were a child, a young adult. Do you, how would that, you think, that, that no times that you're going to, how would that make you feel? Now put yourself as today, if you're an adult, my time drive 10 right now, I'm talking to adults. Literally, sometimes not mentally. Put yourself in that situation as an adult now, and how will you deal with it? How would it make you feel? Because there are such things as adult bullies. You know, that's been for another show. But just, you know, at the end of this one, I just want to, you know, some, some will entertain it. And then the ones that are uncomfortable with it. You know what I mean? Kind of just won't. You know, because, you know, we're not ready to take that mask off yet. But uh, you came around from yourself. You can do all this running from and fool other folks. But uh, no matter what you do or you say, you still have to deal with yourself on a daily basis. You know, and, I, and that's why a lot of people like to be around a lot of people all the time. They don't know how to be alone. They don't want to deal with that. They can't deal with the loneliness. And they can't, and they don't damn near sure don't, surely don't want to deal with themselves because they don't like what they see. You don't like what you see. You got to match with the next person that they see. So, uh, and I know. Thank you for listening to me, the connection. And I hope you grew a little bit closer and gained a little bit more knowledge of what Brandy J stands for. You stand for nothing. If you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. The great um, Malcolm X. So, uh, everybody, I hope you had an amazing weekend, and I hope you guys like the video for the Martin Luther King raid, Gainesville Park, Martin Luther King in San Diego, and uh, if you don't got nothing. Nice to say, anything positive to say. Yes, don't say shit. You know what I mean? Because all it does is add to the ugliness that you already behold. You know what I mean? Ugly words make the ugly person. Let's just go ahead and make it clear. Don't be ugly on purpose. You need to shed that. Especially if we have our own kids. Which you put out there, you put upon them, and then they pass it along 
and it's not like giving them any credentials or credit to a great life. Okay? Got to know y'all. Stay up. Stay down. But I'm staying up. So I hope you're, when I'm back, you're around. Peace. Brandy J. Voice you back again. Season three. <laughs> this is another one of my beats that I put together. Uh, made by a music pad called Groove Pad. I hope you enjoy it. I love it. You probably heard me play it before. Didn't know that it was a compilation that I put together myself. And uh, I just, I love its pieces. And, um, yeah, I love it. I hope you do too. There you go. There you have it. Hope you enjoyed it. Let me know. Don't let me know. Whatever it may be. Thank you for letting me share with you. Peace.